welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 10, What If I Hate Breastfeeding? I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey there, friends. Welcome back for another episode of the Breezy Babies podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I was just getting ready to hit record. And I thought, you know, I think it would be fun to get on here and read a review. And when I pulled up on my Apple podcasts to um, choose a review, I saw that I had a new review and it totally made my day. So I'm going to choose this one to share. Um, this is from Allison Como. She said, Brie is such a great source of knowledge. Not only is what she shares informative, her style of communicating is clear, succinct, and digestible. You can listen to her or read something she posts to her Instagram and literally walk away with a new tip or trick that can immediately be put into action. On top of that, I literally feel like she's my best girlfriend. So down to earth, relatable, and welcoming. I cannot recommend her enough. Allison, you seriously made my day. Thank you so much for taking the time also to leave that review because every time that a review is left here on iTunes, it helps other mamas in need find this information so that it can help benefit their life as well. So I would so appreciate if you have just two minutes to head on over to iTunes and leave me a review. You know, it's so crazy because there's so many podcasts that I have listened to over the years that have really helped me through my journey, whether it's through lactation education or spiritual matters or entrepreneurial work or coaching. I love podcasts because I can pull out so much tangible information that I can apply directly to my life that really helps to benefit it. And so that is my goal with this podcast. And I hope that's what you're getting from me here. I'm so excited to share the topic that I have picked out for you today. And it's kind of an interesting one because as you know, I am an IBCLC um, teaching about breastfeeding and helping people and families with breastfeeding is a huge part of what I do. So you may think that this is a interesting topic for me to teach on because the topic is what if I hate breastfeeding now for being honest probably all of us on our breastfeeding journey have felt this at some point (laughs) maybe you have thought why did I choose to breastfeed what was I thinking this isn't for me and while there are situations where lactation consultants such as myself can help guide you and coach you through those situations. There are times where you're right, breastfeeding may not be the right fit for you. So that is my goal to help teach you um, about all things hating breastfeeding today. I know it sounds crazy, but it's going to be fun. 
But before we dive in too deep here, I wanted to share that my kids have just started back to school. We're still in the thick of COVID. Where I live in the part of Utah that I live in, my kids are only returning to school two days a week. So they're home Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, learning with me, <laughs> which is kind of a scary situation, um, but we're, we're figuring it out. And then the other two days on Tuesdays and Thursdays, they actually go to school. And I thought that I have really been thinking over this, honestly, the whole process of COVID is that people are so adaptable. And I've always been so interested in this topic because I've loved um, reading and watching movies about all things World War II. I find it so interesting how people through really, really hard and difficult situations can find a way to be so adaptable and really change every aspect of their life to meet their current needs and to really just survive and get through. And I think the same is applicable when it comes to motherhood. The transition into motherhood is the biggest change that you can go through in your entire life. It changes all things about you um, mentally, socially, physically, all the things. And I find it so interesting how as humans we're so resistant to change and think, oh, I could never do that. I could never get through that hard situation. But listen, sister, childbirth, pregnancy, postpartum, breastfeeding, all of those things are super, super tricky. Think about how far you have already come and how you have made it through some super tricky situations. And I have no doubt that you will continue to be super adaptable and get through any curveball that is thrown your way. Okay, so here we go. Are you ready for tip number one? Maybe this isn't technically considered a tip, <laughs> but let's say topic number one. So the first thing I want to tell you, if you feel like you hate breastfeeding is number one, I know that I'm a lactation consultant, but here's the truth. If breastfeeding is ruining your life, then don't do it. When it comes to breastfeeding, it's not just about your baby getting food, your baby bonding with you. It also is about you, about your mental health, about how it is affecting you in your life. And you are an important piece of the breastfeeding puzzle. If your mental health and your well-being is not doing well when it comes to breastfeeding, first of all, I would suggest to reach out for help and support because breastfeeding is not something that you just figure out on your own. No, 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 no. It's something that you need help and support with in your life. Um, but if you have reached out for help and support and you still feel like breastfeeding is ruining your life, then choosing to stop breastfeeding is always an option. And just remember that every drop of breast milk that you did give to your baby was 100% significant and 100% beneficial to your baby. And on that note, I just want to add in 
that I hear from so many moms when they find out that I am a lactation consultant. They say, oh, I tried so hard to breastfeed. I was only able to make it to seven days or three months or fill in the blank, whatever it is. And I just couldn't do it past that. And I still hear so much guilt in mom's voices, even years and years and years down the road. These poor moms still feel so guilty that they were not able to breastfeed their baby. But listen, here's the thing. You did the best you could. (laughs) In that situation, you did the best you could. And even again, even if you just breastfed your baby for one day, those drops of breast milk that you gave your baby was such a beautiful and amazing gift. And there is no reason to look back with guilt and shame on your breastfeeding journey. Whatever that journey was, it was your journey. And I just want you to feel good and proud of whatever your journey looked like. And let's just put away all the guilt. Let's put aside all of those bad feelings as we look back. Maybe you have learned more since then and that's okay. Still, whatever you did um, with your first child or your second child, that was exactly what that child needed. And there is no reason to look back with any sort of guilt. Okay, let's move on to tip number two, and that is take it one step at a time. Now, I always instruct the families that I work with to think about what your breastfeeding goal is. Is your goal to breastfeed for three months, six months, one year? Does that goal feel impossibly far away right now? Well, of course it does because you're looking too far down the road at the end result. When you look at at it from such a distance, it feels like an impossible hurdle. Instead of what I want you to do is chop up that goal and just take it one tiny day at a time. And if one day is too much right now, then just take it one feeding at a time. I just want you to tell yourself, listen, I just need to make it through this morning feeding and then I will reevaluate and see how I am doing, see how my baby is doing, see where we're at. And then I can take it from there and decide for the next feeding. That's totally fine to take those baby steps. You don't have to make any major decisions right now. And listen, I always tell parents in the first three to four weeks, I would offer to you to not throw in the towel with breastfeeding in those first three to four weeks, because that is a tricky time. That is an uphill battle, especially night times are just a rough time. So what I want you to focus on instead is just getting some good support in your life reach out to a friend, reach out to a family member, reach out to your healthcare provider, talk with a lactation consultant, get some good help and support in your life. Another great option is to take a mental health day. If you're feeling overwhelmed with negative thoughts during a letdown, um, some moms have a history of abuse then talking with an IBCLC and getting that good support can really help you work through those issues or start the weaning process. Because again, just because I 
and other lactation consultants <laughs> promote breastfeeding, that doesn't mean that we haven't helped hundreds of moms go through the weaning process. I've coached so many moms on how to wean their baby. And whether that's at one month or three months or 12 months or 18 months, the weaning process overall kind of looks the same. So don't hesitate to talk with a lactation consultant about how to stop breastfeeding. We know just as much about that as we do about starting and initiating breastfeeding. Okay, I got a little bit ahead of myself, but I want to step back and talk again about mental health days. So again, your mental health is so important. It's such an important piece of your breastfeeding journey. Taking an hour, if you can't take a full day, (laughs) just taking an hour to do something that you love or to just spend some time away from your baby is totally fine. If you can run to the store by yourself or maybe go and get your hair done or your nails done or meet up with a friend and just talk with someone who is an adult, (laughs) maybe another mama who can share those same experiences and feelings with you. Whatever that mental health day looks like for you, I want you to do that. And again, even if it's just an hour of reading your favorite book or taking a nap, taking time for yourself is so important. You have to fill up your own cup. You can't keep just giving to your baby and giving to your baby and giving to your family. You have to take care of yourself first so that you can then turn around and take care of your baby and take care of your family. But guess what? You come first. You got to put on your oxygen mask first, hypothetically speaking. (laughs) You know how they say on an airplane, before you help anyone else put on their oxygen mask, you got to put your own on first. It's the same for you, mama. So make sure that you are taking time for yourself. Okay, last tip. It's not all or nothing. I see this so often with moms who are returning to work or moms with a really um, severe undersupply. I hear so often, well, if I can't fully breastfeed, then I'm not going to provide any breast milk at all. And here's the thing. Again, it's not all or nothing. Sometimes we tend to think it has to be 100% breastfeeding or 100% bottle feeding or 100% breast milk or 100% formula. But the truth is that many families choose to do a mix of these options. This all or nothing mentality doesn't always serve us. Um, So I want you to think about how you can get creative and do what works best for your family. Now for myself, all of my kids had some percentage of formula that they received. With my first, it definitely was a higher percentage than it was for my third baby. But there was times where I was going to work and I hadn't saved enough milk in my freezer stash. And so my little one got a little bit of formula and that's totally fine. You can find a balance that works for you and your family. Maybe you do want to give 100% breast milk, but again, remember whatever you choose, Um, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It can be some breast milk, some formula, 
every drop of breast milk is significant. Every drop of breast milk has benefit for your baby. So even if you are not able to exclusively give 100% breast milk, that's okay. It still is going to have the benefits to your baby. It still is going to boost her immunity. It still is going to be the most perfect milk for your baby and give all of those good antibodies, whether they are only getting breast milk or just getting some breast milk. Okay, so let's review really quick what we talked about. Tip number one was if breastfeeding is ruining your life, don't do it. Tip number two is take it one step at a time and keep your breastfeeding goal in mind. And my third tip for you was it's not all or nothing. Remember that every drop of breast milk is significant. I wanted to also make sure you guys knew that on my website, breezybabies.com, I have been sending out some personalized pumping plans to moms all over the United States. It has been so much fun and I want to make sure that you know that I provide those as well. So what it is on my website, once you purchase a simple form is sent to you that you can fill out to tell me a little bit more about your background, whether you are returning to work or you're maybe just wanting to increase your supply through pumping. And I also learn about your goals, about kind of your schedule throughout the day, especially if you are working. And then I send you a personalized pumping plan to your email. And it's not just a simple pump at this time and then pump at this time and breastfeed at this time and breastfeed at that time. I also include lots of tips and tricks and links of products that I love, um, tips and tricks about this is how you pump at work and this is how you are most efficient and all of things to make sure that you are feeling so confident in your pumping journey. Because for me, when I was returning to work, I really didn't know how much breast milk I needed to save up beforehand. I wasn't very good about pumping every two to three hours at work because I was very busy at work. I was a new nurse working on a medical surgical floor and I was pretty much running around like a chicken with my head cut off and I didn't know um, tips and tricks about how to be successful at breastfeeding at work even through tricky situations. So I would love to help you as well to put together a personalized pumping plan for you and your life because I don't want you to feel that same anxiety that I felt returning to work. I want you to go to back to work feeling confident. Now, this doesn't mean that you probably still won't cry some tears <laughs> returning to work with all of my kids as I was dropping them off and then driving into work for that first time. I would just cry and cry. And honestly, it was a harder transition for me, I'm pretty sure, than it was for my babies. My babies always did fine. <laughs> Even for my second baby who would not take a bottle, they always did fine while I was gone at work. Honestly, I think it was a lot harder for myself than it was for them. So I'm not saying it's still not going to be hard to return to work or come up with a great pumping plan, even if you aren't returning to work. But what I would love to do is help ease that transition so that you are feeling good and confident in your life when it comes to balancing breastfeeding and pumping, because guess what? You can do both. 
it's again, not all or nothing. You can be a pumping mom and a breastfeeding mom. Another thing I want to tell you about that I offer on my website, breezybabies.com is a, um, postpartum planner that is personalized to you. And this one is a simple, um, PDF that is sent to you that you can download to your device and you can fill it out. It has simple boxes that you can check and links that you can click so that when you are pregnant, you can put together a solid plan for your postpartum period. Because what I found is so many families come up with a birth plan, which I think is great and really important. And I think that everyone should have a birth plan in place before they go into deliver. But what I found is that when it was time for parents to go home from the hospital where I worked, they had a look of fear in their eyes. Like, I don't know what to do. Can I really take care of this baby? (laughs) So what I want you to do is not feel that fear when you go home from the hospital, because I want you to have a solid plan in place of this is what we're going to do when it comes to feeding and bathing and sleeping. And this is the support that we're going to have in place when it comes to meals and house cleaning and all the things I want you to feel confident as you are transitioning from the labor and delivery process into fourth trimester. So that's another simple thing that I offer to all of my clients and I want to offer it to you as well. That one again is just a simple PDF that's sent to you and it's yours to keep forever and you can pull it up on any device and download it and save it. It's best to edit it on a laptop or a computer, but it's really great because it's so darling and so cute. So you can even print it off and have it um, up in your home Or you can email it to people like your caregivers because it's going to be really important for them to know the plan as well. Or even your spouse or your significant other, you can share that plan with everyone in your life. So thank you so much for allowing me a couple of minutes to share some of the ways that I love to help you. You are all amazing. You keep me going every week. You know, when I feel like it's tricky to balance work life and mom life. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I know that you are so busy and you have so many other things to do right now. I, of course, need to leave you with this. You are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. And you are a good friend to all. Thank you so much and have a great day. We'll talk to you next time. 